Welcome to the Oleander Sunset Podcast, and I'm your humble host, Eddie McGee. All right, this is episode four, and we'll just call this one uh, Regulating Your Emotions. One of the most important things you will do in your life is learn how to regulate your emotions. Everyone is not worth a reaction. A lot of motherfuckers just want a reaction out of you. A lot of people are just miserable. And the way they behave is based in the lack of control that they have in their own lives. There are some people that are, you know, at work, they're just terrible employees and they're, they're backstabbers and all of it. It's because they lack, they lack, um, intention in their personal life. They lack, um, they lack enthusiasm. They lack purpose in their life. So there's no point of reacting to people like this. Sometimes you got to leave these motherfuckers where they are. I think it's it's also important too to not be reactionary. I mean, I think what says the most about us as human beings is how we how we react when we feel disrespected. Whenever you feel disrespected, it's real easy to be like, "Motherfucker, guess what? I'll tell you this much, blah 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 blah." But nowadays, I'm at the point where I don't argue with people anymore. If we can't have a conversation in a respectful tone, then we don't got shit to talk about. I'm a grown ass man, dog. I'm not going to have you yelling in my face. I'm not going to yell in your face or whatever the case. It doesn't matter who I'm talking to, especially women. If women get out of pocket and they're being disrespectful, I don't say anything. I just let them vent and I say, hey, look here. We can talk about this. We could talk. But if you don't want to talk and you want to yell, then I don't I'm not we don't have anything to talk about. As long as you stay calm, you are always in control. It is easier said than done because we've created since we're very um, we're creatures of habit. So habitually over the past, you know, 30 plus years, you develop. Uh, patterns of you know you know reacting to people and yelling at them and it's like second nature you just do you just do it but it's not too late to flip your brain the other way and start practicing patience and and you know especially when you are able to read somebody and you're like yo i'm not reacting to this person absolutely not look at them look at this person this person called me an asshole or whatever. Like, dude, you got a dirty shirt on with ketchup stains on it, bro. You didn't even wear a clean shirt. Why the fuck would I argue with you? Like, bro, your shirt is not even iron. You got a wrinkled shirt on and you're flipping me off. Go home and, and iron your fucking shirt. Okay. Like, You have to start evaluating who you're <laughs> who you're exchanging with, because sometimes a person's energy is so fucked up that once you engage it, you become that energy. So you need to fucking watch your next step. It is very important. Uh, road rage is another thing. I've learned to not react to people. I feel like over the past few years, because I talked to my co-hosts from the other podcast, uh, Truckers Mind Podcast, shout out to Keith Fingers. I talked to him about you know how I've regulated my reactions to people because as a truck driver, people do a lot of wild shit, man. And it's it's hard to believe that they would do something so dangerous. So I'm a, I would blow my air horn and be like, hey, man, what are you doing? But I stopped doing that. 
because we are not entitled to a reaction. Um, we're not entitled to a specific reaction um, based on what we're doing. So how, how can I explain this to make more sense? If if you flip somebody off in traffic, right, and they start shooting at you, do I believe they should have shot at you? No. But when you exchange negative energy, you will get negative energy back and you don't get to determine which form it comes in. You don't know what people are going through. The same person you flipped off, their mom might have just died this morning. They're, they, you know, they might have just lost their job. They might have just had their house foreclosed. You don't know what the fuck people are going through. So this is why it's important to say, hey, you know what? The person that cut me off in traffic I'm never going to see them anymore after this after this 10 to 15 seconds that they drive by me. I will never see them again. So fuck them. They could go on about their life and I will just go ahead and go about my merry way. But can you imagine if you engage that person within that 15 seconds, it could change the rest of your life. You flip that dude off. All of a sudden he's got a fucking He's got he got an AR-15. He's shooting all through your window. He's trying to fucking kill you now. And these things really happen. There have been road rage incidents where people have pulled out guns and did all kinds of shit. You have to not do this. I, and there's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of you guys that engage these toxic relationships, right? What you have to understand is that when you learn to master yourself, you will never be in that situation anymore. Because the moment, I don't care, I don't give a fuck how big a woman's titties is or how big her booty is and how fine she is. I will stay clear of her when I see games, manipulation, and just a bad energy about her. Of course, the flesh is powerful. Because of course you see a woman like that, you want to fuck her, Right? However, you need to stay away from her and have integrity because the moment you engage a woman like that, what happens is, is everything she that's affiliated with her, whether it be a stalker ex-boyfriend or a gang member ex-boyfriend or whatever's going on in her life, it will now become your fucking problem. But when you're able to regulate your urges and your behavior, you'll say, hey, man, this chick is fine, but she ain't for me. Maturity will allow you to only be in so many places. Let me say that again. Maturity will only allow you to be in so many places. So when I see people that say like, oh, I, you know, what's wrong with these girls? I can, all these girls want to do this and these girls is trash. Where are you spending your time, buddy? You find out that these people go to clubs a lot. Think about the energy that's in clubs. I used to bounce. I was a bouncer at one time and I used to go to the club a lot. There is nothing but demons in the fucking club. People are inebriated. Um, people are whores. And, and, I, and what I mean by whores, that's not specific to women. It's just all kind. It's just a club is a is a just a really bad place to be. Right. You shouldn't even be in those spaces when you've regulated. See, I'm going to keep going back to the same points. You you will only put yourself in so many places when you learn how to master yourself and you learn how to regulate not only your emotions, but regulate everything in your life. It doesn't make you a boring person. It doesn't mean that you don't have a, you know, 
you, you're not. Uh, first of all, when you're in your 30s, you never want to be popping. Go get a book. Read a fucking book. Go read a book. I think at this age, <clears throat> I'm attracted to women that go to the gym and read books. I'm not attracted to women that drink alcohol all motherfucking week. Got their ass out all over the internet 24-7. I'm not into that. Because, and it's not even me being judgmental. It's just that what happens is, is, how do I put this? You ha when you pay attention to where people are placing themselves, there's no regulation. They're not regulating anything. They're just, they're just all over the place. They're at this club. They're at that bar. They're at this place. They're at this place. You know, I knew a dude, I knew a dude, I'm not going to say any names. I knew a dude that. Is an easygoing dude, but he was hanging around the wrong crowd and he ended up getting stabbed at a bar. And I was like, bro, how the fuck did you get stabbed? He's like, oh, man, a fight broke out, this and this. And then when I dug deeper into the story, it's because of the person that he was there with. You guys understand what I'm saying? You you start to reg you start to regulate everything. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to this place. I'm not going to raise my voice at this person. There's no point. I'm not going to flip this person off in traffic. It even goes into your diet. If you've been eating like shit for the past two days, oh, I'm driving by Jack in a Box. I'm driving by McDonald's. I'm driving by Panda Express. I'm going home to make some ground turkey and jasmine rice. I've been eating like shit the last two days. So I have to regulate my eating in order for me to stay on track. Hey, man, sometimes you got to put the smack down on yourself. It's very easy for us to, you know, conveniently just make all these excuses and stuff. But in order for in order to have a I want to say a fruitful life, but a purposeful life, you have to be able to have some forms of regulation going on. There has to be a lot of self-policing because, bro, like you think about this when you're a little kid, right? And you wake up and you don't have any responsibility. You're watching morning cartoons and you're eating cereal and drinking chocolate milk. And you go to school and you have recess and your friends. The whole time, you're not regulating anything. You're just a kid. You're just living your life. But you know the funny thing about it? There are a bunch of adults that still live like that little child that watch Saturday morning cartoons. They don't regulate shit. They, just, they, they go where the fucking wind blows. They don't have any discipline at all. You've been eating hot Cheetos for five days straight, motherfucker. What are you going to? That's not a real diet. What are you doing? That's just and that's a lot of people. There are a lot of people that will drink alcohol all week long and be like, oh, man, I'm sick. I don't know what's going on. I need to go to the doctor. And the doctor tell you to stop drinking. You're going to kill yourself. And now you're like, oh, man, I got to get my life on track. It shouldn't take a doctor telling you to stop drinking alcohol for you to fucking stop. That is, when you don't have any self-control, this is the shit that happens. I'm going to jump back to the original point. Regulation. You got to be able to regulate your emotions and re regulate everything else. I know I'm, I'm beating the shit. I'm butchering. I'm beating the shit out of that word. But it's the truth, man. It is the absolute truth. And the more I look at myself, because I'm a very self-accountable human being. So I could I could look at myself now versus when I was, you know, a lot younger. 
And I look at all the stuff I was doing. I was just like, I just didn't have any, uh, how do I put this? I didn't have any real intention, first of all. I didn't have any intention. So there's always a pattern involved. Whenever you're at a time where, you know, you know, whether you got your heart broken or, you know, or you was going through a lot. Don't just look at the events that affected you. Look at how you look at how you literally. Um, hmm. I say, look at all the elements of your life that allowed that situation to manifest itself. That is more important. That person had no business being in your life. They were only in your life because you didn't have any and you didn't have any. Um, you didn't have you weren't moving with intention. That's why that person was there. That's your fault. That's not theirs. I think my motto now is it was it was never anybody's fault personally. Like that's the level of maturity that I'm moving into. I don't blame any woman that I have ever dealt with in my entire life. Not to say that they were without fault, but it's because if you are a person that was weak, which I feel I was weak, or a man without intention, or a man without purpose, that's how it happens. That's just that's just how it happens, man. You you end up in this perpetual state. But yeah, man, I want you guys to take a moment out of the day and look at what you're doing in your life and ask yourself, am I even trying to am I even trying to regulate my emotions or am I just have I normalized just going off on people? Have I normalized getting the last word? Motherfuckers love to get the last word. Well, first of all, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? People really be trying to win arguments. What What do you think you're going to get out of winning an argument? <laughs> grown adults, grown adults. People never want to be wrong either. I'm the first to admit when I'm wrong, because my thing is, that's the level of accountability I want you to have. So if let's say, for example, I'm your friend or I'm your husband, whatever the case, and I do something wrong, I'm going to be I'm gonna be the first one to be like, oh, fuck, that's my bad. I apologize. I messed that up. Because I want to set the stage for you. To say, hey, you know, hey, I was wrong, you I, at there should be some level of reciprocity on that. Um, but yeah, I got a little sidetracked there. Doing this solo podcast thing is a little different than having a co-host because I've been, I've been, uh, my crutch has been having a pretty awesome co-host for the past six years. So when you're doing this thing solo, it's, it's strange because you're processing information while speaking into a microphone and there's no production at all. Like th this podcast that I do here is less produced than the other one because we have an actual studio um, and I do the podcast there. But during the week, I just do it at my home. So right now I'm at my house um, doing the podcast, doing the solo podcast for me. But I think this the stage is set best like this, though. There's a little too much um, reverb, though. I like the audio quality to be a little bit better. But as long as you guys can hear this shit, that's all that matters. But what was I saying? Oh, uh, before I just went on a tangent. 
Yeah, I would genuinely take the time out of your day to really look at your behaviors and objectively start to pull yourself apart. I'm talking about not like not like self-abuse, but literally saying like, oh, man, I was being full of shit right there. This is why that's not happening. Let me let me close this podcast with this example. Um, NFL Super Bowl champion. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Reed. Not not what the hell is his name? Well, he's a safety for the for the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, he basically stated that they wanted to win a Super Bowl, but they had to have a certain attitude that year in order to achieve that milestone. And one day after after a game, a bunch of the players on the team had cut up their their wrist tape and you know their their ankle tape that they had and whatnot, and they they left it all on the ground. It was all in the trash. And um, there was a bunch of volunteer firemen that had came down um, and they were picking up trash and players tape and throwing it in there. And and he went off on them. He said, dude, how the fuck are we supposed to win a Super Bowl? when We can't even throw away our own trash. And some people try to like they had a hard time finding a correlation between throwing away trash and winning the Super Bowl, but there is a correlation there. It's an overall attitude. It is an overall level of integrity. You have to be a very integral person to say like it, how are you going to how are you really wanting to do or reach the apex in something great yet you can't even do the small things right. That is the point that he made. I don't want to do any disservice. Why can't I remember his name? What's his name? Reed from Baltimore Ravens. Hold on one second. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Ed Reed. Jeez. Got the same fucking name. How did I blow that? Anyways, you guys get what I'm saying. How are you supposed to win or how are you supposed to get ahead or do something great when you can't do the small shit right. So take a look at that, man. Let me go ahead and get out of here for I keep on spinning my wheels. Hey, if you made it to the end of this episode, I genuinely appreciate you guys for checking in. And I appreciate the feedback also, by the way, from some of you guys. Um, thank you for listening to the fourth installment of the Oleander Sunset Podcast. I'm your humble host, Eddie McGee. And that is my time. You guys have a blessed night and enjoy your weekend. And please wear protection, okay? All right? Unless you want to be in the fucking clinic. Wrap it up, sir and ma'am. All right. Later. <laughs>